Hello my dear friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible and where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita and I am the South Australia Regional Coordinator for Fate FM. If you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, you can text me on 0401-305-077. Also, you can email us info at faithfm.com.au. Alternatively, you can visit our website at faithfm.com.au. Our theme for this week is the Bible and end time events. And our big questions, we already dealt with some of them. Is the judgment of God bad news or good news? Why are so many churches? But today we are going to deal with how can we live a life to the fullest. And um, in the next uh, day... We'll have a program about secrets to success. Our co-host today is David Butcher, and David is the president of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in uh, South Australia, and it's good to have you with us again, David. Glad to be here, Nick, uh, and uh, yeah, welcome to our listeners. David, this was quite a journey to go through all these um, you know, programs uh, with the theme, the Bible and end time events. And we really approach some uh, tough subjects, you know, in, in this period of time, uh, looking at some of them, which is not very easy to, you know, to chew, to say so, like Mark of the Beast, for example, or uh, Judgment, or all other things, you know. How, how did you feel like uh, going on through this program? Yeah, look, it's it's very good, Nick. Um, some of these topics might be new to some of our listeners, but when you actually study Scripture and check it out for yourself on these topics, things fit together very well. And what I love about Scripture is it Scripture interprets itself largely, and, mm-hmm. and that's a real blessing. And I think God gives us these insights so that we can um, – have an understanding, have a bit of a roadmap. Not so we can be predicting anything. That's not our role, mm-hmm. but to give us hope. And the Bible, you know, uh, talks about all these things. We are looking in the Bible for all the subjects which we chose uh, to look at. And it's important, actually, to dig deep in the Bible and find some answers there. It is. And even today's topic, um, the Bible is a guide for our lives, isn't it? Absolutely. And David, uh, people um, seem to live longer these days. Now, what would you say about quality living? I would say it's one thing to live longer, but it can be pretty miserable if you don't have that quality of life with that. And so... Um, you know, my, my grandma lived to nearly 101. Now, she had some severe dementia uh, right near the end of her life, and 101 was a milestone. And she was really good up until about 95, I guess. Mm. But to live long and to live with good health and to live with a quality of life, that's what we should be aiming for. And probably that's a good thing to to say. I mean, how would you like to to live like up to a hundred years, but enjoy every moment of your living? And and we were designed for that at the beginning, weren't we? But we've been impacted by sin. 
So, so to live with a quality of life, not just longevity, it could be living with longevity um, without quality uh, is not something that I want to put my hand up for. So it's a challenge for each of us, isn't it, to try and ensure that um, we care for what God's given us. Absolutely. Our bodies. Hey, David, uh, this program is um, very interesting because uh, apart of the other topics which we just dealt with, um, really looking into the prophecy of the Bible, we are going to talk about health kind mm. of, you know, in this program. But interesting enough that the Bible uh, gives us a lot of uh, information uh, and health in God's eyes is very important for us all because he created us and he wants us to enjoy this life. Even though we experience, you know, sin, and after sin, obviously, things dramatically changed, but we can still have quality life if we follow the Bible. Absolutely. And I guess he designed us, he created us, therefore he knows what is best for us, not only with um, spiritual things, but also health things. And and I guess we believe that, that, that they're, they're connected. Mm. Now, there are lots of studies done uh, over the time about uh, healthy living, uh, longevity. I mean, just not to mention, um, coming from Romania, there was a, um, a lady by the name Anna Aslan. She lived in an interbellic period, just, uh, you know, in between the two world wars. Yes. And she was a pioneer in the, um, uh, geriatrics. I mean, she had the first institute in the world uh, about uh, geriatrics, and uh, she even developed a um, medicine called Gerovital, uh, where people from all around the world will come to her clinic to prolong their life, you know, to have a longer life. Now, people trying to do all these things with, uh, you know, have a pill, have a medication yeah, there. Take you this know? pill, take that pill, there'll be magic that'll fix everything up for you. And, and look, um, many of these supplements are, are very beneficial. Let's not downplay mm-hmm. that. But there is a lot we can do, isn't there, Nick, to, mm. to influence our, our well-being. And you may heard about the blue zone, uh, David. Uh, there are some studies done um, uh, about uh, this. And uh, you may heard about Dan... Uh, Dan uh, Butner. Uh, Dan Butner. Butner, yes. And his studies... and. Uh, the bestseller, you know, uh, uh, book he wrote about these uh, blue zones. And he was uh, really mentioning, uh, uh, for example, in uh, Italy, Sardinia, one yes. region there, or in uh, Japan, Japan, Okinawa, uh, also in Greece, uh, Icaria, I think was called, and uh, Costa Rica, also another part. All this uh, with the uh, Mediterranean uh, kind of uh, diets. But there was another group in the United States, in Loma Linda, and that was a very interesting uh, study done about these people. Out of these four groups, uh, Banner refers to the Seventh-day Adventists as the all-stars of longevity, with an emphasis on whole person health. This group has a much lower um, than average incidence of lifestyle-related illnesses, he said. And the research showed that each group seems to die young at an old age. That's a weird concept, isn't it? <laughs> Dying young at an old age. Absolutely. That wouldn't, uh, that'd, be, that'd be the way to do it. Mm. And also with this study in uh, Loma Linda in California, US, uh, they find out that this group of people, which you, uh, they were studied over a number of years, they have a, a very interesting diet. 
30-something percent vegetables, about 27 percent fruits, uh, 20 percent legumes and soy and all those things. And interesting enough that this group of people, they had understanding of living a healthy uh, lifestyle before even the science were uh, backing them up. That's correct. With uh, with some information, but these days now, uh, it's you you everywhere you, you go. You know, uh, people are uh, founding some more information about living a healthy lifestyle. They were even. Um, you know, back in the days uh, when you mentioned about uh, the name Adventist, says, oh, that's that group, the vegetarians. You know, people mm. will, will straight away make make that connection. You know, because they thought, oh, that that's a weird uh, group. There, you know, they are all vegetarians. Not that probably all of them are vegetarians, but uh, they have an understanding from the Bible in that context. And uh, uh, this uh, study done in uh, from 1976 to 1988, uh, the National Institute of Health founded that study of, of over 34,000 Californians, you know, Adventists, to see whether their health-oriented lifestyle affected their life expectancy and risk of heart disease and cancer. The study found that the Adventist habit of consuming beans, soy, milk, tomatoes, and other fruits lower their risk of developing certain cancers. It also suggested that uh, eating whole um, wheat, uh, bread, drinking five glasses of water, I believe now it's even uh, more, this is a study, a bit uh, older study, but uh, having a good amount of water every day most uh, surprisingly, consuming four servings of nuts uh, a week, a week yes. yeah, reduce, reduces their risk of heart disease. And uh, it's found that um, not eating red meat had been also helpful to avoid, to avoid those, uh, you know, the cancer and heart diseases. And in the end of the study, uh, reached a stunning conclusion says uh, Gary Fraser of Loma Linda University. The average Adventist live four to ten years longer than the average Californian. That makes the Adventists one of the uh, nation's most convincing cultures of longevity. And also in um, U.S. News uh, Health uh, Magazine, they were talking about uh, 11 health habits that you uh, will help you to live up to a hundred years. And just quickly look at some of this, David. Um, they, they said in the first thing, don't retire. Keep working as much as you can. And, and that's very true. I've seen that happen so often when someone retires that one or two years later and they're no longer here. Absolutely. And another one, floss every day. That's a simple yes. thing, you know, just keep doing that, yep. you know, more around. Push that lawnmower, you oh, know. Lawn mowing, yes. Yes, and uh, eat fiber, uh, rich uh, cereal and, uh, you know, breakfast. Uh, get at least six hours of shut eye, you know. I mean, get a good sleep, mm. at least six, even uh, more if it's possible. Consume whole foods, uh, not supplements, even though sometimes people may need mm. to, to help with some supplements, and be less neurotic. Now, that word, um, I, I'm not sure if you could explain a little bit that, uh, be a bit more neurotic. Yeah, I guess less stress, not being paranoid about things, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, live like a seven-day Adventist, they said here in the, this um, uh, health magazine. Be a creature of habit, stay connected, and be conscientious. conscientious. Thanks, David, for that. 
And the professor uh, Peter um, uh, Jord, a Norwegian professor, he also support these rules. And he said, I want to add, should give the scientists both humility and afterthought that the Adventists have found the rules for living in the Bible. They correspond with the rules for living that the scientists have formed and taught extensive um, over the years in their research. So, David, what does the Bible say about health? Yeah, look, Nick, just before we get to that, so the initial... um, uh story you were alluding to was the book The Blue Zones, Lessons from lessons for Living Longer from the People Who Have Lived the Longest, Dan Butner. Mm. And as you said, that was a top-selling book. And you can look on the internet, bluezones.com. Uh, interestingly, Nick, uh, probably a bit over a week ago, a week and a half ago, on the ABC News uh, site on the mm-hmm. internet, abc.net.au. There was an article there that I, I caught my attention, and it was uh, it came on the 27th of July, and our listeners can look this up, or posted the 26th of July, I should say, and it is entitled Seventh-day Adventists Advocate a Vegetarian Diet, But It's Not Because of Animal Ethics. Mm. Seventh-day Adventists Advocate a Vegetarian Diet, But It's Not Because of Animal Ethics. And it gives you some additional insights as well. Uh, very, very current. This was like a, what, a week and a bit ago. Yes, no, that's so important. abc.net.au, Seventh-day Adventists advocate a vegetarian diet, not because it's animal ethics, not, but it's not because of animal mm. ethics. So, so, Nick, you are correct. You've asked the question, um, all of the scientists and, and medical research is showing this, that a lot of red meat uh, can be very carcinogenic, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but really... The information ultimately in first place comes from the Bible. Now, that might seem surprising, but as we've said earlier, the Bible reveals that God is our creator, our maker, and and God doesn't just care for our our, our spiritual well-being. He wants us to be physically well. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And and how can we change our uh, health habits, Uh, David? Do you have uh, a tip there? Yeah, look, it it can be a real struggle in in today's hectic society. And um, sometimes, I mean, I can get overwhelmed if there's seven or eight different things I've got to focus on. Mm -hmm. So sometimes focusing on one or two things, it could be exercise, getting more rest, watching what you eat, you know, not eating between meals, these sorts of things. Mm. But, yeah, ultimately I think we need to be driven to Scripture and find the principles in Scripture as well. All right, let's look at some uh, passages in the Bible then. um, And I will start with the question, David, how important is our health? Yeah, look, uh, the Apostle John, he's writing the third epistle to, um, third letter to his listeners uh, and his readers, and he says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in good health, just as your soul prospers. That's 3 John verse 2. So the apostle, this elderly man, is praying that his readers will be in good health. Mm. And that's very important that uh, he was uh, taking uh, time to address uh, something which is very important for us all. I mean, uh, if you take uh, lots of things from us, you know, you may, uh, yeah, you may say, okay, that's life. But when health is taken away, you know, then uh, you really struggle. 
And uh, I remember an elderly man who said to me uh, when I was very young, said, hey, when you're young and strong, you give your health and your life for money. And when you grow old, you have all the money. You like to give all the money to get back the health which you need, but it's not possible in many times. That's many right. Cases. Mo- money may assist with health care, mm. but ultimately money cannot ultimately buy health. No. And um, when you nurture uh, your body physically and, um, you know, the mind uh, will also be active. You know, you, you, you approach both ways, physical and um, spiritual. Uh, a clear mind helps connect to God spiritually. And uh, a spiritual life provides a life purpose to be passionate about it. And I think this connects in, Nick, with what we've already looked at a number of other um, uh, programs earlier. When God formed Adam and Eve, he formed them from the dust of the ground. He breathed into them the breath of life, and they became a living soul, a living being. They don't have a soul. They mm-hmm. are a living being. Mm-hmm. So we are every element, our physical, our emotional, our spiritual are all connected. And if one of those areas suffers, then it can impact the other area of our life. So I might, uh, you know, be someone might be really struggling physically. That can affect them emotionally or socially and, and even have an impact spiritually. And, you know, as uh, human beings, we don't like, uh, you know, uh, restrictions or laws, you know. Why would God give us uh, laws and, uh, you know, advice in regard to health? Yeah, very good question. Again, he's our maker. He knows what's best. And when God's people, uh, called the children of Israel in the Old Testament, were in the wilderness, you know, they weren't long out of Egypt. God said this to them in Exodus 23 in verse 25. He said, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Mm, that's a very good promise. It, it, it is very good. So, so God cared for their physical well-being. Mm. If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eye, if you pray... Uh, If you pay attention to his commandments and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I bought on the Egyptians. It says in uh, Exodus uh, 15, 26, for I am the Lord who heals you. And the reality is often what we sow is what we reap. Mm. And look, God God gave his people laws to to care for their health and well-being, to protect them from sickness, and to keep them from premature and unnecessary death. Absolutely. Um, and some of these principles and guidelines he gave them were things such as diet, hygiene, sterilization, morality, rest, and guess what? Even quarantine. Wow. Even quarantine. I mean, uh, God's people that left Egypt, yes. they were... There were thousands, hundreds of thousands of them, and um, there was quarantine laws, Numbers chapter 5. There were laws regarding rest, Mm -hmm. Exodus 20, laws on morality, Exodus 20, sterilization, Numbers chapter 31, Um, hygiene, Leviticus 14, and diet, Leviticus 11. Mm -hmm. So God had these, these guides, if you like, principles that would help his people not succumb to the illnesses and the diseases of the peoples of the nations around them. Mm. But I heard people, David, uh, saying these days that, oh, that was in the Old Testament, you know, in the olden days. But now uh, we we can live differently. I mean, what is Jesus saying in this regard? Because uh, that will be important to, to find out. 
Yeah, the Bible says God doesn't change. That's one thing. The other thing, as we'll look, the, the Bible talks about clean and unclean meats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and so a, a pig, as we'll look at, um, uh, is classed as unclean. Now, it was never designed initially to be eaten. Mm-hmm. So Jesus came to deal with sin and to show us who the Father is. Jesus' death on the cross doesn't make some food that is unclean clean. Yes. It makes humans that are unclean clean when they accept his gift. So Jesus' death on the cross doesn't make pork okay to eat after the cross if it wasn't before. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, I like that. Um, hey, we have in John uh, chapter 10, verse 10, a beautiful passage there also, which Jesus, uh, you know, uh, it's assuring us in this way, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. You know, it's, it, 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 Jesus is not taking away from us things, but he's giving. He's giving. He's giving to us. And not just in the future, but he wants us to experience that well-being and joy and happiness in the here and now. And health is not just uh, the absence of pain and disease. It is the presence of vitality and abundant life. And God will, will want us to have that uh, vibrant, abundant life. Uh, Life. Absolutely. He wants us to flourish and live life to the full. Mm, mm. All right. Um, coming to another question, David, what does the Bible call our body? Because it's important to understand that also, because many people will say, I do whatever I like with my, this is my body, I do whatever I like. But what the Bible says about this? And we live in a society like that, don't we? Uh, the Bible says this, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Therefore, glorify God in your body. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses mm. 19 and 20. Now, a temple was a place where a God dwelt, and, and this is the Apostle Paul. So the Apostle Paul is saying, uh, God wants to live in you through the Holy Spirit in your body, and your body has been bought with a price. It is a dwelling place for God. Yes. So a temple was a dwelling place for a God. So I might say, look, I'll do what I want. It's my own body. But I need to realize that Christ paid the price for me on Calvary. He has freed me. He's given me new life, and now he wants to live in me. Therefore, if the, if the king of the universe wants, universe wants to live in my life, I need to do my best to care for my body. Mm-hmm. There is a passage in the Bible uh, which uh, will um, create a lot of uh, confusion in First uh, Corinthians uh, 10.31. Now, uh, what are some of the practical ways you can enhance your health? Let's look at that uh, passage for a moment. So, First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31 says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now, that... Does that mean that you can eat now whatever you like? Is that what the passage is saying there? Well, let me put it, let me ask you a question, Nick. Is it saying that whatever you drink, do it to the glory of God? So I should just go out and drink poison and say to the glory of God? Is that what it's saying? Yes. No, it's not. Uh, and and so when we get to a verse like this, we need to, you know, it, it seems quite open. Whatever we want to eat or whatever we want to drink, let's just do it and give God thanks, give God the glory. Mm, but we mm. need to look at the totality of Scripture and see what the Bible says, what God intended us to eat and to drink and how we were to function. And that gives us a clear picture. Mm. And I believe that was in the context of the people living in, in that time, you know, and particularly in, uh, in Palestine, you know, I mean, around that area. Uh, they were not eating, uh, as you said, pork, which the Bible says clearly not to eat. Uh, he is not making the pork clean. 
That's because right. you eat uh, whatever you want and uh, just praise God uh, for that. Of course, uh, that was no no, you know, in in that culture, and even today they are still. Uh, uh, you know, um, have restrictions. So, so we look at the totality of Scripture. It won't mm-hmm. contradict itself. No. It'll be clear. Absolutely. All right, let's look at, uh, at some um, things which uh, could be at our hand to use and to have a, um, a life, to live a life to the fullest. Uh, for example, uh, breathe fresh air. Sometimes that can be a challenge, depends where you live, you know, uh, with the pollution Absolutely. and all other things. But uh, that will be for us um, a good thing to to look for that, to spend a bit of time in nature, you know, to go somewhere where you can breathe some fresh air. Look, there have been times in my life where you're stuck in rooms or, you know, I've visited people sometimes and I've even fallen asleep in their lounge while I'm meant to be studying the Bible with them because the heat is on, the house is closed up and it's just, it's, the air is thick. And you just can't wait to get out to just to have some freshness and have this air come in. This afternoon I was out riding my bike for an hour and just to get that fresh air. Now it wasn't all fresh, there were a lot of car fumes mm, as well, exhaust mm, fumes. Mm. But there is something about fresh air that just clears our mind and is really good for our body. And you know, uh, as I said a bit earlier, we we talked about the scientific uh, dis- you know discoveries and all those things. I mean, that, that's not a secret anymore. Now that um, our lungs they need clean uh, air, you know, and um, the blood to be purified and our brain to function properly, uh, to have a good boost of, uh, you know, uh, energy. And fresh air also um, suits the nervous uh, system and uh, the mood. Mm. You know, if you, as you just said, you can become very moody if you are in an enclosed uh, space or uh, not um, not having fresh air. And often we don't realize how all of these things interplay together. They affect our emotions and our mood. Mm. Another one is rest, David. That's um, also an important one because it seems like we are uh, on the go every moment uh, of our life. How important is to really have rest and, and experience that quality uh, time? Look, this is really hard, and, and I put my hand up here. It's an area I struggle in. We live in an age where we have all of these gadgets and things that are meant to make life easier. Emails, you know, mm-hmm. it's meant to be quick. Everyone expects an answer straight away. All of these things almost control us so rest is critical because during the during rest the body is restored it's rejuvenated and there is nothing better than waking up feeling refreshed after sleep rather than feeling exhausted and drained mm. and was god thinking of this uh, what sort of rest was uh, god thinking of to give us to really help us well it's interesting dan butner also recognizes this amongst the group in loma linda california the seventh day adventist mm-hmm. we they have a one day a week rest spiritual rest physical rest it's a day of worship it's it's a day of switching off from life and i just want to say nick that um you know there are a number of articles on the internet and books that have been written about the importance of a sabbath rest mm-hmm. Uh, some of these people don't associate it with the seventh-day Sabbath, as, as the Bible uh, gives us, um, Saturday. But they talk about the need for a day's rest in seven. Others talk about the need for a rest, a Sabbath uh, rest from technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are articles on that. My fridge at home has a Sabbath mode. A- and when I hit the button for Sabbath mode, if you're going away for a holiday or something, it um, uses a lot less energy. My TV has a Sabbath mode to conserve energy. 
And, and so God created us uh, to have one day in seven to be connecting with him spiritually and each other, uh, to stop the rat race of life, to clear our heads, to have a complete day set aside and to have with family, with friends, in nature mm. and in the word of God and in worship. And you, still, uh, you know, even uh, people try to have that sort of rest uh, different times. And uh, my brother, uh, my elder brother once asked me when uh, I, I experienced myself uh, Sabbath, but before I didn't, you know, and uh, he's an Orthodox and uh, he will say, hey, why I can't have that rest on my day, you know, on Sunday, mm. as you have, because you just cut off from everything, you know, you don't worry about even the, whatever the, on the fields, we are all, uh, all, um, farmers. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of, uh, um, blown away by, th- by his question when he said, why I cannot have rest as you do. And I don't know, it was just that um, inspiration, you know, come and said, you know why? Because there was only one day blessed and sanctified to be kept holy and to rest. I mean, people can rest in all other days and probably the body may benefit, but here is a little bit more than that. It's not just physical, it's spiritual. Yeah, and I I thought it was very important to, to... Understand that also. Also, uh, these days, you know, uh, people are so afraid, particularly here in Australia, about the sun because, uh, you know, uh, skin cancer and all those things. But how important is to really expose ourselves to, uh, to the sun? Yeah, look, up to 15 minutes of sunlight a day boosts the immune system and helps reduce the risk of cancer. Mm. Sunlight aids us in uh, mental concentration, gives more energy. It can even lower blood pressure. Sunlight also nurtures our emotions and mind. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, studies have been done on people that uh, are living in in areas of a lot of darkness, and it actually impacts them. Um, You know, I've lived in parts of this country that uh, get lots of sunshine, more Mm -hmm. than the Gold Coast. You Mm -hmm. know, everyone thinks of the Gold Coast. And uh, a lot of these people in some of these country regions where there are lots of sunlight are vitamin D deficient because they cover up and they need to because of sunburn. But they're also lacking vitamin D, which is important. Sunlight is incredibly important. Mm. And uh, to enjoy life, David, it's also very, very important not to be miserable every day because of uh, certain things going on in life. And uh, the truth is that we live in a a challenging times. Uh, How can we enjoy life? Even through this uh, situation we are in, particularly right now, you know, uh, uh, quarantined and uh, all those things. And look, some of our listeners, I just think of our listeners in Victoria and Melbourne, Mm -hmm. um, now uh, limited to exercise to their homes. The Bible says in Proverbs 17, it says, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Proverbs 17, verse Mm. 22. So we need to work at being an optimist. Um, You know, Every night, my family, my, my wife and my children, we do, we do worship together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, every night we look for something each that we can be thankful for or gratitude, something we're, we're grateful for from that day. Yeah. So having a positive spirit is really important. Um, author Jane Campsey, um, she says, adults laugh on average 15 times per day, while kids enjoy a giggle up to 400 times per day. That's in a book called De-Stress, mm-hmm. the year 2000. So we need to laugh more. Yes, and uh, maybe sometimes thinking that 
when was that when I had a good laugh, you know, with, uh, with some of my friends or even in family, you know? That's right. Absolutely. Mm. Hey, um, also we mentioned earlier in those studies that they um, reckon that that group were, they were uh, very intentional in drinking water and drinking a good amount of water every day. Is that important also? Well, our bodies, and I don't have the figure in front of me, I think it's about 60 to 70% water. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you deplete yourself of 60 to 70% of what constitutes your body, you're in trouble. Mm. So we need to be drinking on average 8 to 10 glasses of water per day. And if we're in hot climates or we're doing rigorous exercise, that would be even more. Yes, yes. And um, also with those things in place, it's also important to to nurture uh, the relationships, you know, I mean, to have a, a connection. I mean, it has been said that every person will need to have um, three to five uh, good friends, you know, close friends, which they can bounce on, you know, with uh, whatever they're going through. And so one of the secrets to longevity is to actually have that social connection, that personal connection, the intimate connection. At the heart of human need is to love and to be loved. Mm. We need to feel like we belong and we're cared yeah, for. Yeah, and uh, and be ac- active, as you just said. Jump on the bike if you have a bit of time and uh, do some exercise. Um, that's also very important. And look, Nick, um, exercise can reduce our risk of major illnesses such as heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. and cancer, potentially up to 50%. Um, it can lower and it also can lower our risk of um, an early death. Mm. So, yeah, w- there's no guarantee with these things, but you're not going to harm yourself by exercise. Mm. You're going to benefit. And what sort of exercise would you, would you recommend like, uh, you know, to be available for everyone? Yeah, look, I've certainly heard that uh, walking is the best exercise. I, I don't. I like walking with my wife, but when I'm by myself, I like to cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so walking, I think it's it's very low impact. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's something that most of us, even people that that may struggle to, they're often told to just walk around the house, even yes. if it's with a walker. Yes, and build up. So. It's important to keep the use of our legs, and mm. as people get older, that's something we tend to lose. Absolutely. And also to feed yourself, to eat well. And, and not just to, how to say, uh, uh, as we go to the petrol station and just put some petrol in the car, you know, just because, you know, to, to fill it up. We don't need to just fill it up. We need to feed well. We do. And again, God created us, didn't he? And um, the original diet that God gave to human beings revolved around whole plant foods. And Nick, I just want to read Genesis one twenty nine, very mm. first chapter, right near the end of that chapter. And God said, see, this is to Adam and Eve, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. So the original diet began with fruits, nuts, and grains and expanded later on to include vegetables. Mm -hmm. And you find that in Genesis 3, verse 18. Yes, absolutely. And that's uh, very important. Uh, uh, You mentioned earlier um, that some people are vegetarians just because they don't want to kill uh, an animal or to eat, uh, you know, meat because of that. Uh, And uh, I just look at the, you know, Paul McCartney, for example. He will... uh, uh, be active, an activist in this regard to to say I'm a vegetarian because I don't eat meat, I don't want to kill. But it's more than that. There are many people vegetarians just because of that reason. Actually, even though they benefit 
their body benefits of uh, of that so they're getting some incredible physical and emotional benefits Mm. but we've got to remember we're physical emotional and we're spiritual Mm. and so there are spiritual benefits as well and even uh, I knew back home in Romania bodybuilder who I mean bodybuilders believe that, that if you don't have high protein and everything you know you need to eat a good steak and all those things you cannot build muscles and he became a vegetarian and he was a very good uh, bodybuilder um, you know which you see uh, you can um, um, cut off some of those meats you know <laughs> yeah so basically unprocessed plant-based foods have the nutrients that help prevent many chronic diseases mm-hmm such as heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, very important. And um, in the Bible, God is specific in terms of which food are uh, unfit for human eating. Uh, Meats such as pigs, prawns, rats, and rabbits should all be avoided as food. Clean and unclean. You see, you have that uh, a distinction distinction there. And uh, in Leviticus, as you just mentioned, and if you want to read a bit more there, particularly in Leviticus 11. Chapter 11 and Deuteronomy 14 as yes, well. Yes, we will find a lots of uh, information there about clean and unclean uh, animals. Um, and, you know, it says, speak to the children of Israel, saying, these are the animals which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth and gives you examples there, you know, in Leviticus 11 and um, very specific on uh, which animals to to eat and not to eat. Um, by the way, I mean, I may put you on the spot here now, but uh, what's your um, attitude towards this uh, vegetarian or uh, or uh, lacto-vegetarian or what's your... Yeah, uh, look, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. My last name's Butcher. <laughs> uh, so there's a bit of a joke there. So, no, I, I eat eggs occasionally. Um, I have soy, so I don't have dairy milk. But, um, yeah, um, cheese very rarely. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm a vegetarian. Mm. Oh, that's good. Hey, David, uh, time goes so fast, and I look at the clock, I can't believe it. It's uh, Time went so quick. I will just take a short uh, break here, may uh, advertise a book, and then we'll be back uh, in a moment. When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family, or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome back. Nick, uh, I just want to share something before we move on to our next point. Uh, The International Agency for Research on Cancer, the World Health Organization, in uh, 2015, 26th of October 2015, and there is even more current research, said that the experts, experts concluded that each 50 gram portion of processed meat eaten daily increases the risk of colorectal cancer by 18%. Mm. Processed meat was classified as carcinogenic to humans, group one, based on sufficient evidence in humans that the consumption of processed meat causes colorectal cancer. So God knew what he was doing when he designed us. And I guess, Nick, it's a bit like this. Um, Suppose you knew you would only ever have one car in your life, okay? Mm. How would you look after it? 
Would you ensure that you um, that it received good fuel, that it was kept under cover, that it was regularly washed and polished, good oil and good maintenance? You would, wouldn't you? Absolutely. If you only had one in your life. And yet we only have one body and we should care for it as if it's the most pl- priceless treasure on earth. Mm. That's so true, David. And um, I like the analogy with uh, because I grew up in a country where uh, when you get a car, that was it. That was you it. know, yeah, you thought that for the rest of your life. Today is like a, um, how you call that? Uh, you use it, use it, and uh, throw it away. Yeah, and look, I've done that. I've written <laughs> off a car or two. So yeah. We need to respect our body and care for it. Mm. Oh, that's very, very important. And uh, there are also, uh, David, uh, these days, you know, uh, all sorts of um, addictions. Mm. And people are uh, hooked into it. You know, can you talk about some of the addictions? Yeah, look, absolutely. And I know we don't have much time, but um, Dan Butner in the Blue Zones book notes that Seventh-day Adventists in California uh, – and Seventh-day Adventists in general don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. And we advocate not drinking alcohol, and we do it for a reason. It's a poison. And um, uh, that's what he discovered. That was a factor in longevity. And Scripture gives us a number of uh, verses advocating the danger of it. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. That's Proverbs chapter 20. And verse 1. Mm. Um, and, and so in the Bible, we'll often come across the word wine, but it can mean fermented mm-hmm. or unfermented. It can be the fresh juice of the vine, grape juice, or it can be fermented. And we need to look at that in its context. And we know in Scripture there are a number of stories. Noah's, uh, Noah got drunk mm-hmm. and uh, he, he was naked and his sons came in and found him naked. Uh, when we drink alcohol, it, it's befuddles the mind and you only need to look at the social consequences of alcohol and the trouble it causes you speak to police you go into the courts and alcohol is a huge factor in uh, so many court cases yeah and even though some people may say uh, but uh, i just restrict myself to one glass you know of alcohol that's you know um, not so true because sometimes i believe most people who drink alcohol, they will experience at some point in time a little bit more than uh, just a glass, you know. And I know myself, I uh, was a drinker and a smoker, and how hard it was for me to give up smoking, for example, another addiction which people are so easily hooked uh, hooked on. Yeah, and, and these, these things can really, whether it's cigarettes or drugs or alcohol or even other things, uh, unhealthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. they're all things that will detract from us, but God wants to free us from these things. Mm. Absolutely. And hey, David, um, uh, time is yeah, really going very fast, but I like to just sit a little bit on uh, another aspect here, to trust in God. How important is to trust in God? We talked about all these um, um, you know, methods of living a healthy lifestyle, uh, and that comes from the Bible, but how important is to, to trust in in God, the one who created us and provided us with all uh, all this information. Yeah, look, Nick, your your tagline, the line you sign off with every night, and Pastor Gary talks about peace that God gives, doesn't it? Mm. Trusting in God takes away the worry and the stress of life. We know that uh, many diseases originate in the mind or are impacted by worry, stress, and anxiety. Mm. Uh, In particular, guilt, fear, anxiety, they can affect the whole body. So trusting in God brings inner peace and hope for the future. And we're living in a time with this whole COVID-19 where uh, there is um, health risks and, mm-hmm. and deaths 
over 200 now in Australia. Um, there is economic loss. But I think one of the lasting ones beside death will be uh, things like anxiety and depression and yeah. fear. Yeah. Um, particularly, I, I feel for our, our people over in Victoria there. Mm. And it might come back here yet in South Australia and other parts of the country that are under lockdown again. That must impact people yeah. uh, emotionally and mentally. And so to be able to trust in someone that is bigger than us, to be able to trust in the creator of the universe who is in ultimate control, who has promised to come back, um, that is really incredible. And as you mentioned that, David, uh, I heard about that post-traumatic stress disorder could be even more devastating than the virus itself and all all the effects of that. It'll, it'll last longer. Those and things. that's why, it's, you know, it's important to really uh, be well equipped to do um, the best you can to understand some of these principles. We talked about at least, you know, 10 uh, methods of how to live a healthy uh, lifestyle and um, how important it is to put in practice that. But look, I'm going to refer to a passage in the Bible here just to, as we conclude slowly. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Would you be able to take us through that, uh, David? The Apostle Paul, uh, when he's in prison, facing, uh, he probably thinks he's going to face death, and he was. He was able to say this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. So in and of ourselves, we can do very little. But when we give our cares and our concerns and our problems to God, he can help us. Now, they still some of them might be a battle. Mm-hmm. You said you struggled to give up this or that. Some people find one thing hard to give up. Others find it easy. But we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. So, Nick, we've looked at these ten principles, breathing fresh air, rest, soaking in sunlight, enjoying life, the positive demeanor, drink water, um, nurturing relationships, being active, eating well, respecting our bodies, and trying trusting in God. These are all key things, aren't they? Mm, absolutely. Hey, um, David, uh, I would like to play uh, um, a song, but uh, I'm looking at the time now, and I'm thinking that we have also a book which would like to um, to recommend to people. Would you like to just uh, make some uh, references to that book? Okay, listeners, do you want to ramp up how much you get out of life? This engaging book can lift your mood and save your life. Based on the latest scientific evidence, the practical tips are desperately needed by all those trying to discover purpose and find happiness in this modern world. This book is uh, called Live More Happy. It's written by Dr. Darren Morton. He looks at scientifically proven ways to lift your mood and lift your life. Dr. Darren Morton is a fellow of the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine and the director of the Lifestyle and Health Research Centre at Avondale University College in Kurumbong. And uh, this little book, I love it because it's small. Mm. Little pocket book. And uh, Nick, for our first 10 listeners that text us in we will ensure they get a copy of this book so the book is live more happy it's a small book so it won't keep you uh, uh, reading it forever but some incredible principles that can and will change your life as you read them and uh, first 10 listeners if you send an sms to 0401 305 077 that's 0401 three zero five zero seven seven and ask for 
the Live More Happy book. Live More Happy. Absolutely. And I'd like to just say that uh, some of the listeners which already texted us uh, in previous programs, their book, are uh, it's on their way uh, to, to find them. Hey, David, um, I'm thinking that I may play a song later on just to conclude with, but... Uh, Let's bring it together a little bit, uh, what we talked about uh, during this program, about health and about living a healthy lifestyle, um, and to take our worries, you know, away, you know, from us. I mean, the, the guilt, the fear, the addictions we may have, bad habits, to take them to Jesus, to take them before our Lord Jesus Christ. And... Um, to start to have a happy and healthy lifestyle. I mean, this is a journey. It's not easy to, to do these things, but uh, why not to start to take step by step uh, it, right now? Absolutely, and it is a journey. I mean, uh, you know, I've known a number of people that, were, um, that ate a lot of meat, and the course of them becoming a vegetarian wasn't necessarily easy. They mm -hmm. sort of weaned them off. But essentially, there is eternity coming. Jesus has promised to come back and take us to heaven, but he doesn't want us to live unhealthy and unhappy now. He wants us to live life to the fullest, to live life abundantly. So he wants us to be happy and healthy. Also, one of the, the, the ten things we looked at was that God's original health plan is still the best, mm -hmm. still the best, and that includes diet. Uh, the diet of scripture yeah. that not only helps us vegetarianism it not only helps us um, physically it helps reduce the number of diseases that we're potentially likely to get it helps us to live longer it also helps the environment and that's one reason why some people are vegetarians um, another factor here is that Christ has the power to break any bad habit and essentially as Christians um, he challenges us to give to him our cares, our concerns, our worries, to trust mm. him. And, and we need to trust him that he can help us with these things. None of us perhaps have arrived at, at the end of the journey. We're all learning. We're all growing. So give it a go. Give it a go. That's very important, David. And uh, to, to our listener uh, today, do you accept that living a healthy lifestyle is an important part of a daily relationship with Jesus and would you like to decide today to grow step by step towards a healthy body and a healthy mind and spirit? As in Latin, you know, those words says, mensana incorpore sana, uh, a healthy mind in a healthy body. That's uh, so important. David, how would you like to pray uh, for us and our listeners? Dear God, we just want to thank you for this life you've given us, a life that came at the cost of Jesus Christ himself, who died for us, who rescued us, and have, who has given us another chance. Lord, help us each to treasure what we have. It's so often easy to neglect our health. Uh, so often we've failed, but Lord, mm. you forgive us and you want us to live life to the fullest. So Father, help us to reflect on our health. Help us to to choose to give you charge of our bodies so that you can change us, Lord, and, and help us to live more healthy and more happy is our mm. prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, David. Uh, hey, looks like our time is up for today. And thank you for joining Nick Rita and David Butcher on Drive Time, big Q&A. Please join us tomorrow as we are going to look at um, what are uh, the secrets to success.
And if you like to have your questions answered or, uh, you know, get that book in your hands, which David just uh, mentioned, uh, that's um, you can uh, text us or uh, ring us with any other question on uh, 0401-305-077. Also, you can uh, email info. Uh, info at faithfm.com.au Info at faithfm.com.au Right, really good um, uh, to have you with us uh, today, everyone. May God bless you. And I'm going to leave you now uh, with a song by Sandra Enterman, uh, Through It All. God bless you. for tomorrow There've been times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave blessed consolation That my trials only came to make me strong I've been to lots of Places, and I've seen so many faces There've been times I felt so all alone But in my lonely hours Those precious lonely hours Jesus let me know I was His own in 
upon his word I have learned to depend upon